Will you remember me? Local business neglect is happening all around you. This is a difficult time for all of us. Help us help them by getting your next meal or coffee from your favorite local business. Remember local businesses. Take a look at Dead Inside Caffeinated Podcast at gmail.com. Instagram at Dead Inside But Caffeinated. Facebook, Dead Inside But Caffeinated. Thank you to you, all our valued listeners. If you like what you hear, we do have a Venmo. You can find us at Dead Inside But Caffeinated. Anyone can donate. Funds will help us keep the lights on in the studio. And they help us get our merch off the ground, which is coming soon. I sat here and listened to six takes of coffee pours. I watched you do it so we could redo this intro, and here we are. I had to pee after it, Laura. What What do you want? What do you want? What do you want our intro to sound like? I, I just want us both to be happy with it at this point. <laughs> this is our intro. <laughs> Fucking is, here we are. Listen to the podcast, fucks. Fuck it. We're doing it live. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the podcast. I'm Josh. I'm Laura. We are dead inside. We're caffeinated, though. Courtesy Why are of, we doing it like this? Stop it. Because it's we're entertaining people. We're not doing people it People like enter- They're entertained right now. We got some pumpkin spice up in this bitch. This is the second time we're having PSL in the same day. So we decided to go back for more PSLs after our original PSLs. Laura was driving, and she kind of cut off everyone in the line. That is not what happened at all. You have to go to the front of the line to go around to the backside, because that one, Starbucks, the line loops around the entire building. And because there were so many cars... The snake eating its own tail. The line got so long, it eventually kind of started blocking the exit way. Yeah. Everyone wants a PSL. I have no this idea. This past week was the first day of PSLs? I have no idea. Last year, we were the first ones there. Corona, so they didn't really announce it, I don't think. If they did, I wasn't uh, following. It's a travesty. We have to know when PSL is going to happen. I do have my amazing two friends that are my pumpkin queens that keep me Coffee in the confidants. Loop. Yeah. We always send each other money for a pumpkin season. It's important to have those people in your life let you know when the pumpkin season is upon you. Yeah, we send each other Starbucks gift cards. While we were putting together our storyboard earlier today, uh, our buddy Bill. You were texting him, and he said, tell Laura, I said, hey. And I said, tell him. What that deck do. What that deck do, because he built a new deck on his house. Yeah. So I thought it was funny. But Josh kept fucking up the spelling of deck, so. I did capital D hyphen E-C-K. When I come to find out, Bill has been Pokemon going all over the local area. Like, he'll take a couple hours just driving around with his wife. Yeah. Or, yeah, fiance. Fiance, whatever. They're married. Just doing Pokemon going. And I'm over here flying the wall. And all of a sudden, Laura starts geeking out. Yeah, okay. So we were talking about Pokemon Go because Bill started playing. Because he asked me if I was still playing. And I was like, I had to delete the app because I couldn't stop. It becomes an obsession. Mm-hmm. Obsession is in I'm on my way home from the bar at like 11, 12 o'clock at night. And I got to stop at the park by my house. So that I can get the Pokestops and I can make sure my Pokemon are still at the gym. Do weird nerd shit. But it's also creepy because I'm doing it in the middle of the night on my way home from the bar. (coughs) But I had to stop playing because I started getting pissed off. I was collecting Eevees. Okay, if you don't know what Pokemon Go is, you can get fucked and like skip ahead for like three minutes. Yeah. While I was collecting Eevees, I'd already evolved two of them. One was Flareon, one was Vaporeon, and I was trying to get the electric one. I couldn't level up my already leveled Eevees without sacrificing the last one. Because they take Um, Pokemon candy. And then Bill reminded me, and he's like, dude, just change the name. Because if you change it to like a fire name or a water name or an electric name, then it will evolve into the version that you want it to. uh And I totally forgot about that. (sighs) 
So I might have to download Pokemon Go again. <laughs> That's all I know. <laughs> and then when you're a DJ coming home from the bar, you're going to stop over at the park. I will not be coming home from the bar very often like that anymore. Not oh. after Tuesday. What happened Tuesday? I showed up at the bar 30 minutes before it closed. OP. Thank you, Travis, my sweet, sweet angel bartender. Actually, it was Susie bartending that night. So she killed it. Slay queen. She basically just gave me drinks that I drink and I paid her for them. But she did a great job. She's very personable. Then Travis and I went out over to Harvey's and I got super fucking hammered. Not the greatest idea. The Snapchats were pretty entertaining. They weren't even my Snapchats. They were Travis's. I had one Snapchat the whole night because I got drunk and forgot. Still entertaining. Me and my three friends are hanging out on the little patio deck thing. Yeah. Like the side patio. It's like an enclosed patio. There's no going in or going out from the patio. You have to go back inside Harvey's to come out the other door. Well, this chick that was inside sitting at the window or by the window, like we could see her all night long. She was with two dudes. My female friend went to the bathroom. The other two went to go get more shots. And so I'm sitting out here by myself and this chick walks out. She thought there was going to be an exit way to go out from the deck, but there wasn't. And I could tell she was a little drunk, but she lifted her leg to act like she was going to put it over the ledge. And she's she's like, jump over. Yeah. So she looks at me and you know how I get when I get drunk. I'm like, you're a pusher. I'm, I'm like an encourager. Yeah. I'm an instigator, but in a positive way, Mm -hmm. maybe not a healthy way, (laughs) but, but a positive positive way. way. And she looks over at, the dude she's with, she goes, do you think like, and then she looks at me and I immediately encourage her to do it. I'm just like, yes, queen, you got this jump. You could do it. Like I'm full force encouraging the shit out of this chick. And I don't know if I just have magical encouraging powers when I'm fucking hammered. She did it and it went really bad, like (laughs) really quick. She jumps over the ledge And next thing, you you don't see her head anymore. Like, she's down. She's down for the count. And the dude she's with goes, oh, no, Janet, and runs to the ledge to look over to see what happened. And this bitch is laid out on the ground, like, just laying there. Her name's Janet. I didn't even get up. Yeah, this bitch's name is Janet. Janet. And I don't even get up. I just cover my mouth. I'm like, oh. (laughs) Because I know what I just did. And it was not. I had faith in her. You know, I had faith in this girl and her capabilities. Support your fellow woman. Yeah. Women empowerment, but I empowered her in the wrong way. The wrong way, probably. The dude is also, I'm assuming, drunk, but he seems a little confused. Like he doesn't know if he should jump the ledge too, or if he should go all the way back inside and go around. Did you encourage him? You can, you can do it. So he, I go, what the fuck are you doing? Go get Janet, and I make him (laughs) jump over the ledge too. But he does fine because he's not, I guess, is not as drunk as she is. But they. Go get Janet. Yeah, I don't even know this chick. He just goes, oh, no, Janet. And I was like, oh, shit, her name's Janet. I was like, go fucking get Janet. What are you doing? (laughs) He goes and gets Janet. They get up and they walk off. I think she's fine. She'll probably feel it the next day. Yeah. Probably not going to do that again. Maybe she will. I don't know. Maybe she knows now. Yeah. My two guy friends come back out and they saw, like, through the window it kind of happened. So they're laughing and stuff. And then my friend uh, comes out and she's like, yeah, uh, she was kind of a bitch in high school anyway, so fuck her. And I was like, I'm just here distributing karma then. That's all I know. <laughs> I'm just here letting karma work through me the best way it knows how. Encouraging Janet to jump over a ledge. All I know is I had faith in this woman and she let me down. <laughs> <laughs> she let herself down. Yeah. Very rapidly. Very quickly and not so efficiently. That happens. I get more drunk. 
we decide to go stoop sit at Travis's and it's me and Travis and our other friend. And somehow it, the conversation turns semi-political in a roundabout way. It came back to jujitsu. Travis is like, oh my God, you know, jujitsu, teach me things or something. I don't exactly remember how it started. Seems like a very great idea. Drunk people teaching each other jujitsu. Yeah, it seemed like a really good idea at the time. Yeah. Hindsight's twenty twenty. Of course, of course. Travis convinces me to try to jujitsu with him, and I kind of just get him in my guard and like, oh, like stay there. And he's like fucking moving around and shit. And I don't really re know what he was doing, but we were giggling the whole time. And then we get done, and he's like, "See, I could totally hold my own." I'm like, "Yeah, you really can. You're a fucking giant." Like his seven foot arm span is like. <laughs> Because, <laughs> you know, I'm over here with like my 5'4 on a good day. Yeah. Our other friend used to wrestle in high school also. So now Travis is pitting us against each other. Now and he's, he's like, pushing. Now he's the pusher. He's yeah, the encourager. Yeah, yeah. And we look at each other and we're like, yeah, okay. So we get locked up like an actual wrestling match is about to take place. Yeah. And we're kind of like whispering to each other. He's like, I have a bad shoulder. And I'm like, my knee's busted. And we <laughs> giggle and we're like, okay. <laughs> So neither of us can take the other down. I can't take you down. I was like, yeah, I know. Like, that's the point. Like, I don't, I don't want you to do. Okay, well, if we can't do the wrestling, I was like, is it whatever goes? Yeah. And he was just like, oh, whatever. And so I immediately just drop him into my guard and keep him there. Because that's what I know to do. Yeah. You know, so somehow we're flopping around on the ground, on the fucking ground outside of Travis's apartment Drunk building. Drunk as fuck. Rolling around in the goddamn Dirty gutter. grass. And it's not comfortable gutter. grass. It's like the shit grass. Oh, so, so it's like I got patch. like it's like patches of grass. Patches of grass, but it's like the shit version of grass. Like I got grass cuts on my shoulder <laughs> from grass? rolling around in this. Grass cuts? Like, you know, like the little tiny like yeah. paper cuts. Yeah, that's what you're talking about. So I got that shit on my back and I went home and passed out eventually, but I woke up the next day completely covered in dirt, hungover as fuck. And I was like, I am I'm done drinking forever. Until next weekend. Until next I'm weekend. I'm just kidding. Yeah. I didn't drink this weekend at all. I went. You didn't? I had a drink, but it, I don't know if that really counted. Mm. It wasn't like alcohol. It was like a cider in a can. That counts. Eh, not, not really. Not compared to Tuesday night. I'm not as young as I, I'm not as, what is that song? The country one? Mm. I ain't as good as I once was. That's what it is. Yeah. I need to, I need a serious break. I, uh, I may have. In, indulged in a bottle of scotch Friday, and I made the mistake of buying another one. Yeah, but weekend. the other one, did you drink it or no? You only had some of it though. Yeah, not this. I didn't drink all of the new one, but uh, yeah, I know what you mean. We should. I need to calm down too. I'm just hitting a point in my life where I don't feel like I'm accomplishing the things that I set out to accomplish, and in order to accomplish those things, I need to let go of the party nightlife aspect. Yeah. Yes, I've been having fun. Yes, I've been hanging out with my friends. Yes, it's been a good time. But I need to bring it back because I'm letting my other stuff slip. I'm letting my goals slide away from me. I'm not making as much progress as I should be on them. So I now have to pull back a little bit. I understand. You've been pulling back on some stuff. I have. Yeah, I've been pulling back on quite a few things because I noticed the same thing. I think I've been... I didn't have that self-realization that, that you're saying right now. I just kind of felt that a lot of other stuff in my life has been lacking or being half-assed because like what certain friendships I've, I've been told that uh, I needed you for something and you weren't there. What the hell's going on? 
Oh, okay. you know what I mean? That kind of stuff. You've been kind of all over the place. I've been, yeah, I've been been all over the place. I've been, I've been. It's either I've been distracted by something I can't control, or I've been distracting using something to distract myself from what what I need to focus on. And I've realized I got to start getting my shit together. That's fair. Yeah, I've been super stressed out. So when I that happens to me, like with the house buying process, is super stressful. It's slowly falling apart, and mm-hmm. there's nothing I can do about it. It's it's out of pretty much everyone's control. Just the way things are starting to pan out, but I haven't completely lost it yet. So I'm just sitting in this limbo of losing the house that I can do nothing about. That didn't sit well with me for a minute. So instead of actually walking myself through the outcomes, like the different versions, I went and got hammered and made really bad decisions and fucked my knee up, wrestling around like a goddamn idiot. (laughs) I'm 30 fucking two years old. Yeah. And I was out wrestling around like, I'm going to wind up on World Stars or whatever at some point. Like somebody was videoing that through their window. I'm sure. <laughs> it's out there somewhere. It's got to be out there yeah. somewhere. I shouldn't be doing that. Like with my knee, my physical therapist is going to be fucking pissed when I have to tell her because I definitely set me back a little bit with my knee. You can feel that? Yeah. I felt it real bad for two days after the wrestling tournament in the front yard. The <laughs> redneck wrestling tournament redneck. is what I'm going to refer to it as. Okay. Okay. The day after that happened, my knee was super fucked, as if I had fucked it up from the very beginning, like back in February. Yeah. That also caused me a lot of stress because I was very excited about making progress, and I set myself back Mm -hmm. by doing that, which was a stupid thing to do. Yeah. I knew better. I just got drunk and didn't care. It was like where you are already on like this downward spiral, and you're like, let me just speed this up, like hop in a Mario Kart and just fucking run over all the little turtle shells. I'm not even going to finish this race at this no, point. Not at all. Sometimes it's hard to get back on track. That stress can really drive you down a deep, dark hole of bad decisions. I was going to say that sounds sexual, but <laughs> it depends on what hole, I guess. <laughs> We've also been like not doing things specifically. Who, me? Yeah. Like, what are you talking about? Like, we were talking about withdrawing or pulling back. You were talking about not having sex. So I made a conscious decision recently. Like it's been kind of, it's been a minute. Recently, yeah. Month, maybe a month? Maybe more? I don't know. Recently. We know um, your sense of time is severely it's off. It's warped. I know it is. But it's been quite a few weeks. Yeah. I have consciously made a decision to abstain from sexual intercourse. Why? Uh, so I'm just curious. I'm this, not judging. That yeah, wasn't yeah. a judgmental why. No, that no, was fine. a. You're fine. I noticed that in the single world, sex is I wouldn't say easy to come by, but it's readily available if you so desire. Bitch, I've been trying to get laid for like three weeks now. Is what <sighs> it feels like, and I have been getting nowhere with that. Okay, let me rephrase. <laughs> so if I okay, the reason why I I decide to abstain, it seems like when I when I meet someone for the first time, sex is a topic that regularly comes up in, almost immediately. Okay. Right. And with, why do you think that is? I don't know exactly why in my past, personally, sex has always been like one of the first things that's happened in a relationship. You think that's been a negative? No, no. I'm not saying it's a negative. I'm trying to change some things. Why are you trying to make that change? I don't want to treat sex as just like a, a general thing that you do. I want to give it more meaning than. Okay. I see. You, what you're you know what I mean? Like, I want to give it. You're I'm, trying to put in, build an emotional connection correct. behind sex correct or i don't want it to just be getting a nut i guess i don't i'm not looking for that okay i totally get that you know what i mean yeah i see what you're saying when i decide to do that with someone it's gonna it's gonna mean something or feel different or hit different than what it would if we were just to meet up and be like all right let's 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 just pound this out okay i see what you're saying and it's because we i feel like yeah we do have a pretty it's pretty easy to be like hey you want to fuck 
Yeah. And it's like, yeah, okay. But it's like, at the same rate, both parties have to want something more than a sexual relationship. Yeah. Yeah. So if the person that you would be talking to at the time of not having sex wants more than a sexual relationship only, uh-huh. it may or may not work out regardless of whether or not you guys are having sex. But in my opinion, or my question for you is trying to abstain from something that's so natural. Yeah. Is that now taking a toll on the emotional part of the relationship? Because you potentially both could be wanting to do it and abstaining from it could also be a detriment. deter. Yeah. Yeah. No, you're, you're, you're right. I'm just, I'm at, like, I'm asking, do you think that I would be. <sighs> Therein lies the problem, right? I can decide something, but it ultimately takes two to tango. So let's say, let's say I'm in a relationship. I voice this concern. I voice what I want to do. This person may not agree with it. So if that's the case, then I, maybe I'm not going to tango with that person. Okay. I see what you're saying. You, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I'm not saying I want to, we're not having sex for six months. Like, fuck no. I would, I would, my balls would explode. Like, let's be real. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just trying to, to wait until I know that when we, when we do engage in that, it's going to mean more than just a nut. You know what I mean? It's going to, it's going to mean more than just the act of having sex. Yeah. I get that. Yeah, I'm just th- trying to get laid. I don't, I don't really yeah. care right now. Yeah. <laughs> you're trying to not have sex. Yeah. And you're trying to have sex. I'm just trying to have sex. <laughs> like, at some point, like, I would like to do that. Because I get super frustrated in my life. Okay, so the do house you, is stressing me out. Yeah. Do you I, use sex as to like de-stress? Yeah. yeah. So it's not emotional to you. It's just like I it need. It can be emotional. Yeah. If that person that I'm doing with, like if we have built an emotional connection, that yeah. would be different. Or if we were dating, it would be different. Yeah. But I do absolutely love to use sex as a distraction or a release. Does that make sense? I get it. And sometimes doing it on my own gets fucking boring and tiring. Well, it's great but it's also like like to do this with another human being at one point yeah well i mean obviously you yeah know? yeah i was gonna say something about batteries but my shit's rechargeable so it, it's not even battery related. You, don't even, you don't even need extra batteries it's you don't even the wall. Need batteries and it's like i would like to get fucked but i'm getting fucked in the wrong way like this house buying process is fucking me so i don't even really need to get fucked at this point but i would like to because at least i would be getting good fucked and not bad fucked Message the podcast if you're a single man. <laughs> no, do not message the podcast if you're a single man. I'm done with men. I'm done with women. I'm done with sex. I'm done with all of it. Everything's done. you just done. said you want to get fucked. Yeah, I did for like the past two or three weeks. And it's just been like not uh, like the way the cards have fallen. Is that, is that a thing? Yeah, that's, that's a yeah, yeah. the way The way the cards have fell. Fall. Fell. Fallen. 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 Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no felons, please. <laughs> the way life has stacked, not in my favor lately, has made it harder to get what i'm trying to get done i understand i understand that's the weirdest way of saying anything i've ever said in my whole life i i but i weirdly understand what you're saying (sighs) i was trying to get laid and use that as a distraction or de-stressor for the stress that i have been experiencing with my house buying process yeah and is that healthy? Probably not. I don't care. Sometimes it is healthy because it's like a reset. Does that make sense? I understand. My stress level is being slowly filled. It's, it's just slowly going up. And there are things that I can do, like pour time and energy into myself, which I haven't been doing as much of until recent. Which can drain that stress level. Yeah. And I haven't been doing those. Also, getting late is one of them. The longer I go without getting it, the more stressed I become in more than just the house department. 
Now it becomes stress in the dating slash not dating slash fucking department. Mm -hmm. That's just kind of all lumped into one. Yeah. I don't know. What is it? What do you call that? Like a we'll call it uh, anatomy, the anatomy department. No. <laughs> okay, that's fine. The more that doesn't happen, like the stress starts seeping into different areas of my life. So now the house stress is seeping into my like relationship, sexual relationship, dating department. Yeah. And now that's stressing me out. So that also starts sliding into my work stress. Now I'm not getting laid. Now I'm a cranky bitch at work. Now I don't even want to go to work. And in order to reset all of those, I have to find a balance and I have to bring it back to me. Uh-huh. To the things that I can control, because you can't, I can always control when I can and can't get, you know, dick. Yeah. This is not me asking anyone for dick. Do not message the podcast. Do not be like, hey, I'm a single guy. Like, we have a Venmo. <laughs> <laughs> There's the plug. Like, this is not what this is. This is me just expressing my personal life on a podcast so that potentially other people can relate to it. Or not relate to it, or at least it's entertaining for somebody. Like, do not message me offering dick. I swear to God. Don't do it. Speaking of Venmo, though, this has nothing to do with that last one. You said Venmo. Yeah. We had a pretty awesome donation last week that got me kind of excited. But it's the things that people say to us. What did, what did he say? We got a donation from Ryan, and we went out drinking with him one time, and he's kind of been super awesome ever since. That was like months ago, too. Yeah, I know. But he did give us a donation and he said, your podcast is awesome and normalizes things that stress me out. And I really appreciated that because there are things that stress me out pretty regularly. I try to deal with them in a healthy, productive manner, but that's not always the case, mm -hmm. which is why I'm saying what I'm saying now. Yeah. Like, I feel like other people have this vision of me that's like, I've got it put together or some shit. <laughs> and for the most part, yeah, I do. But I don't know you. They really don't know me. I don't have it together. All the advice I give like on here that people actually do take and maybe do something productive with, maybe not, I don't care. As long as one person heard it and they were like, yeah, that actually worked for me. Yeah. That's awesome. Because this shit doesn't always work for me either. Sometimes it does. Sometimes, sometimes it, doesn't. it doesn't. Yeah, I should deal with my shit in a healthy manner. But, you know, do as I say, not as I do. <laughs> it's my life motto. It's always easier to give advice than it is it really to is. take it. Speaking of sexual shit. My yeah. Bitmoji is not sexual in any way. If anyone's seen it, it's so, not me. Laura, Laura said her Bitmoji to quarantine clothing. So she just has a white tank top and panties. That's it. It's a white t-shirt and it's white underwear and I'm wearing bunny slippers. And that was my quarantine outfit. So when everyone went into quarantine, I changed my Bitmoji outfit to, to be in underwear and shit. I thought it was hilarious. Now that we're not exactly quarantined anymore, I realized that it comes off potentially sexual and I did not mean it in that way because I was saying happy birthday to someone, but I was using my bitmojis because, you know, the little photos and yeah. super cute and it's yeah. like happy birthday and it's like a me and a bitmoji, but it was also on a unicorn. It was like laid out on the unicorn and I sent it without thinking about it. But then when I saw it later, I was like, I don't know if people are going to think this is sexual. Oh, that's sexual as fuck. Cause you're you're laid out with like, but your I'm in arm up. yeah, cause like I'm in underwear and I'm like, no, me and my underwear and bunny slippers isn't supposed to be sexual. Happy it's just me birthday, being a piece of shit, Mr. President. <laughs> <laughs> so I definitely need to change my bit emoji to be semi less sexual or preferably more. Yeah, clothed. put some pants on that thing. 
Holy yeah. fuck. Speaking of your appearance, though, I've been getting messages from people that know me but don't know you. Yeah. I just got one the other day, just randomly, all capitals. Laura is so pretty. Oh, my God. I don't know. I, like, I was like, what? And I then, like you already. <laughs> apparently, people are, they're listening that know me. Like I said, don't know you. And then they, they find you on Instagram or Facebook and they see your photos. They're like, oh, my, because they want to put a face to the, the voice. And they're like, she's so gorgeous. She's Aww. so pretty. Yeah, so you were telling me this while we were in the Starbucks line this morning, and yeah. I look like a hot fucking piece of turd right now. Yeah. So one of them, I take. I was like, Lori, give me a give me a photo face. So she like sticks her top row of teeth out and tucks her lip under it, and then she's like, and, like and I'm like sixteen fucking chins deep. And I send this, I send one of these people the photos of you. Like, you still think she's pretty? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because I I haven't brushed my hair this morning. I have a habit of not brushing my hair very regularly. I did wash it yesterday, though, so you're welcome. Oh, thank you. Yeah. I appreciate it. Getting back to my hippie roots and my sustainability. So, I mean, I did shave, and I do shower, and I do wash my hair, but... Are you still doing that uh, composting? That's kind of a pain in the ass. I'm not even going to lie. Why? I think I have my compost bin in the wrong area of the yard. It needs to be directly exposed to sun pretty regularly. Oh, yeah, you have it in the shadow. So it kind of cooks it. Well, it's only in the sun some of the days, but also I didn't want to... All right, so here's the thing. Composting yard scraps is one thing, but composting yard and food scraps together like is a whole separate balance of microbes. Is that a thing? Yes. That's what I'm trying to say. It's like, okay, so when you start adding nitrogen and all the stuff, like there, there has to be a balance of the compost. I'm just going to keep it simple. There has to be like a balance of the compost and it has to say a little damp, but not too damp. It has to say warm, but not too hot, mm-hmm. but not too cold. Like all this stuff. And it, it becomes like a science experiment, realistically. And I have mine in a double barrel and you're supposed to turn it, roll it like every few days yeah. or so to keep it mixed so that you don't have to like stick a shovel in there and turn it around and everything. It just the whole compost bin rolls. Yeah, I haven't been rolling it <laughs> because the thing doesn't have a fucking handle. So you have to manually grab it with your hands and roll it. And I don't want to do that because it's kind of disgusting. <laughs> but. <laughs> but you're a hippie. Yeah. Okay. I'm a hippie, but I also don't want to touch disgusting things. So I've been trying to roll it, but like with my feet and kick it like in a, like. I can see. It's so just... like Spartan kicking it to roll it. If that makes sense. I get it. I get it. <sighs> it's been an experiment. That's for sure. I'm still adding stuff to it. Hoping for the best. Ah. So that's where I'm at with my compost. Gotcha. But I store like food scraps in the freezer until it's time to take them out to the compost. So for like four days to a week, depending on how quick it fills up, depending on how many scraps I have in the house. And then I I let it sit out on the counter for about 30 minutes or so, defrost a little bit because I need it to separate from the container. Ah. Because stuff gets wet. It freezes. It sticks to the container. Whatever. Yeah. Well, then I realized I could just... um, run some hot water around the edge of the container and then it'll just come apart and I can dump it. Hindsight's always twenty twenty. Always. But it's been a roller coaster ride of an experiment as well. And like I said about the stress earlier was other things in my life start losing attention when I start getting stressed with something mm-hmm. and my sustainable living and my compost and all that stuff started slipping. I was buying more shit in plastic, like whatever I could do to try to keep my sanity. If that makes sense. I understand. 
Do you though? I do. Cool. I do. I do. Yeah, hundred percent. I gotta pee. You gotta pee. Hello, everybody. Welcome back from the ad break. Thank you for staying with us. We appreciate you. You know what time it's for? I thought you were waiting for me to do it. Well, I did it. You didn't catch on. Uh, I started to do it, but you always talk over me because you're a piece of shit. So. All right. You do it. You do it. No, too late. No, now. go ahead. No, I, I want you to do it, Laura. No, you did it. Laura, I want you to do it. No. Please. Please, Laura. Just it do it. It sounds real rapey. Give me a... <laughs> give me a... Laura. Nope. I already did. I already did, and you uh, hissed over me, so we're done. It's not a hiss. It's a s. It's a hiss. Okay, whatever. Anyway, <laughs> today's story comes to us from an anonymous source. Uh, he claims to be a large man. He claims to sweat very much so because of his largeness. Right back at you, brother. I feel your pain. We're going <laughs> through it together. Um, one time he said he was having relations with a, a lady. And he felt a bead of sweat coming down his face off his nose. Oh, God. He tried to get it, but it came off. And apparently, as this story progresses, it wasn't just a bead. It Apparently, it was like um, like the, the floodwaters. They, they just came through. And it, it dripped, started dripping all over this woman's back. <laughs> and uh, she turned around and said, are you drooling? And he was like, no. <laughs> And he got all sweaty around her. And I just want to say to you, my dude, my brother from another mother, I, I hear your pain, man. I, uh, there's been lots of times when I've been sweaty during the exchanges of passion. And, uh, okay. The worst, the, like the fear of mine is like, you know, you're doing missionary or whatever and you start sweating. All this over. is where I thought it was going to. I yeah, was this, like, oh, yeah, fuck, oh, fuck. Sorry. But my fear is missionary and I start dripping all over people's faces. But that's, that's, so what I do is I, if I feel it coming on, I'll stick my head in the pillow or the sheets and I'll just start rubbing it back and forth. Like I think you know, they, the sweat off, just yeah. wipe your brow real quick. I have to, I have to, cause as a, as a large man myself, physical activity does make me sweat more than the average person. Sometimes depending on how exciting the situation is, you know what I'm talking You know what I'm talking about. Oh yeah. Like, oh yeah. When they're like, you're, yeah. When you're in the throes. There's like, there's like some, there's like there's sex, then there's like super exciting but fun sex, but then there's sex where you're like working. Oh, and it's yeah. like you people going ham. This is basically a workout. I don't have to do cardio or lift later. No, you're throwing hip. <laughs> Blowing out lower backs. I mean, there's been a situation where there's been a you know, where I yeah, I get sweaty, man. Like that shit is work. Especially now. Bitch, I'm out of shape, okay? <laughs> it's hard. This is quite literally. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> you know, but this one, the one story that I have about sweat dripping isn't even sex related. It's actually jujitsu from the gym. And okay. one of the guys there sweats profusely. And I mean, awesome, dude. Love him to death. The people that are listening that go to the gym know who I'm talking about. He actually utilizes it now as kind of a weapon, because if you're doing jujitsu, you wind up in guard quite regularly. Uh huh. Well, if he's on top, if he's in your guard, he'll just let that shit dangle in your face. Like it's being waterboarded and you're still trying to do jujitsu. It's not against the rules or something. Like, no, there's, like there's post, no post COVID that has to be against some. I'm sure maybe, but yeah. maybe not. I don't know. Nobody's really doing jujitsu right now anyway, because COVID. Yeah. I mean, some places are, but we were rolling and he's sweating and we get paired up and it he's a higher belt than me so he's already better than me significantly better uh -huh. like i'm at the bottom of the barrel he's at the top and dude's like i get in i'm in guard and he's or he's in my guard and i'm just getting sweat on and i'm 
I'm basically like turning my face back and forth, trying not to get the sweat in my face. And he thinks it's hilarious because he's just like watching everyone beneath him struggle. He's <laughs> like, you can't dodge sweat and do jujitsu at the, the same, same time. time. Yeah, no. You're not and Bruce I, Lee. I start laughing because to me, this is hilarious and gross at the same time. And anytime I'm in any kind of situation, whether it's serious or funny or uncomfortable or like, I just start laughing. Like that's my reaction to everything is just to start laughing. So when I laugh, I opened my mouth and it got in my mouth oh. and I was like, what? Oh. And, uh, was it yeah. salty? uh, actually it was like fairly not that gross. Hmm. I, I mean, it sounds gross. It is gross. Yeah. Yeah. Pre COVID way pre COVID. And afterwards, you know, like you think you're part thanks for the role, man. But I was also like, we're one now. <laughs> <laughs> Got you inside of me, but not in not any in the kind way. of sexual way. Like, <laughs> we are one. Uh, the worst part, I guess it's kind of like jujitsu for me in certain sexual positions. Because <laughs> if I'm really warm, not only is my face and head sweating, but then my body sweats. So you know how I have body mm. hair. Oh, and God. that, oh. like, we're like laying together and it's just like Velcro peeling off. No. Of one of, yeah, yeah. And it gets pretty disgusting. And I'm, mm. I'm pretty self-conscious about that kind of stuff. Are you really? Oh yeah. About your hairy body? No, no. Like, like if I'm not like fully comfortable with someone oh. and we're doing the sex, I purpose, it's like new sex. I purposely, I, I, I'm consciously thinking like, okay, you can't go too fast or too hard because you're going to sweat. You can't and, do this. You can't do that yeah. because this will happen. Yeah. That because because what's going to happen is like, I'm going to get sweaty. I'm going to rub my wetness off on her body and then her crotch is not going to be wet anymore. Like that's, <laughs> it's a legitimate fear of mine. So. I mean, yeah, not dating specifically like sexual relationships is that, especially when they're like new and you're trying to yeah. figure everything out. It's like, you don't fart in front of someone for the first, like, I don't know, however long, or you don't poop in front of people. It's the same thing with certain sexual things, you know? That's true. Like. Please, nobody. I'm pooping is like a, you'll never, that's never a thing that I want to share with anybody. Like that's a me time. And then your pooping better be a you time. Yeah. I know your bitch ass poops with the door open at other people's houses. Yeah. It's not okay. I didn't think it was okay. It's just, it's what I do. No, nope, I want people to know that I'm not fucking with their shit. We're going to talk about boundaries here in a minute. <laughs> anyway, this has been <laughs> with Laura, Josh and anonymous. So anyway, you're talking about these boundaries, Laura? Yeah, boundaries, Josh. Okay. What about these boundaries? Uh, just because you have none doesn't mean other people don't have them. So you have to... Since you are the lesser of boundary, I know you exactly. have to meet them I at I know theirs. exactly who told you this because I was there when she walked out of her room yep. and she looked right at me <laughs> while I was pooping and I smiled at her. You're a piece of shit. <laughs> no, I was pulling, I was pushing out a piece of shit. A piece of shit taking a piece of shit. Like, okay, I do, I, I do feel kind of bad. Okay, so earlier this week I went to a friend's house and I was pooping in the bathroom and I left the door open because I was trying to talk to one of my other friends. I didn't know that her roommate was there and her room is right across from the bathroom. I had no idea. <laughs> So she like walks out and I'm like, oh, hey. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I had no idea. Boundaries, Josh. We need to destroy all the boundaries. No. So we unify. You need to meet other people's levels of comfort a little bit there, especially when it comes to things like pooping in their Every, house. Everyone poops. Everyone poops. You abide by their poop rules when you're under their roof. Okay. Okay. Well, then that means when they come over here to poop, they better open the goddamn door. I don't know if you want all abide, that now. Abide by my rules in my house. Where we no no closed doors here. That you're asking you're asking for the shit right now. <laughs> I'll I'll stare at you in the eye while you're shitting in my house. <laughs> That's fucking weird, dude. Why do you have to be weird? <laughs> Just let people have some fucking privacy. Okay. Yeah. Take fair. some pri it, their privacy. Nobody wants to see you pooping. You don't know about that. I'm pretty sure. Okay. 
if I was a gambling man, I would say <laughs> 99.9% of people do not want to watch you poop, nor do they want to make eye contact with you while you're doing See, I can, I can do it while I'm pooping. When I go to wipe, I can't, no one can be around. <laughs> like that's, that's the caveat, right? Like if I'm pooping with the door open and like, we can talk, you can walk by me, whatever, it's cool. But when I go to wipe, when I have to physically touch my butthole to get the shit out, <laughs> I cannot make eye contact with another person. It's just, that's weird to me. I can't do it. Like, you can't look at me. You have to turn around. Like, I want to make your sh- pants at your ankles and sitting on a toilet pushing shit out of your butt. That's butthole. fine. I can do that. I can do that. I'm okay with that. I don't know why. I can't explain it. I don't fucking know. <laughs> I just know that when I go to wipe my ass, people cannot look at me. I think, like, oh, you're going to judge me on how I wipe my ass. You know, like, never mind that we're all judging you for not shutting the fucking door. What? While you take a shit. I got nothing to hide. Yeah. Yeah. You should. You do. Like what? What does your dick go like when you're like just sitting on the toilet? I like, tuck was it in. It fully exposed? No, I tuck were that you, shit in. Were you, were you like you have so as a dude enough behind the door as, that she couldn't see your dick? Laura, as a dude, you have to tuck. Do your, your balls dangle enough to touch the water in the bowl? I'm not that old yet. I'm not that old yet. But as a dude, you have to tuck your dick into the bowl sometimes. Like so, it's like so your dick is against, touching the edge of the inside of the toilet. Yeah, this happens. That's disgusting. This, this, talk to every dude. Like, I'm asking. If you have a penis, please let me know how it sits when you take a shit. Well, listen, sometimes you have to tuck it in there because when you're- This is for science. When you're pushing poop out, sometimes piss will come out too. That happens. I'm going to ask. Yeah. It's legit. I need need a poll. We're doing a poll on this. There are sometimes where I'll I'll go to piss and I'll pee and it'll clear enough space out of my gut now that I have to take a shit. So now I got to turn around, do an about face, pull those pants down. This is so confusing. And do both at the same time. I mean, if you're doing both at the same time, that's understandable. I could could, understand that. But letting your dick even remotely touch the toilet bowl in any way, shape or form is extremely gross to me. So there are two two different types of uh, orientations of toilet bowls. You have elongated and you have round, right? Yeah. So round is for the juicier butts that can, you know, the bigger butts that, you, you know, you're gonna have to put on the toilet seat because it covers more area. The elongated ones are thinner, but they're longer. Ideally for men, we want the elongated ones so that our dicks don't, don't touch. touch. Okay. Correct. Tracking. But in a dire situation, you gotta, you gotta work with what you got. So. That's fair. Do you, know you wash I mean? your dick after it touches the inside of the toilet bowl, though? Uh, like in the sink or something? With your so, when you wash your hands, is it like a three yeah. way? So, so like if I'm at a, if I'm at like a friend's house, like I was, I'm not really that worried about it because I know that you know it's well kept, whatever, well kept. Um, but if I'm out in public, like if I'm in a Meyer bathroom, you better believe I'm. My dick is not touching any toilet seat. I feel like I now need to ask dudes before I sleep with them if they've washed their dick since the last time it touched just, the inside of the toilet bowl. Just ask them if they have pooped. Um, when's the last time they showered and when's the last time they pooped? If they have pooped after the shower, there's like a, I'd say a 75% chance their dick has touched a toilet bowl. If you're a man, I need you to confirm or deny that this statement that he's making is true because I feel like as women, we need to know where that shit has been before we insert it inside of us anywhere. Any orifice. Any of them. Except, I mean, maybe not the butthole because I mean, let's be. Nope. Well. You can get infections in your butthole. <laughs> what is that movie that we're always quoting? Where you can't go no infection in your booty hole. It's a booty it's hole. It's a booty hole. <laughs> it's a booty hole. But no, that's legit. That's a real thing. No, I don't want to believe that. Okay. Well, I mean, we'll get people. Talk to people. We're going to get out there. Now You'll I'm going to take a poll. We'll see. Yeah. It's a real thing. I should have put that on my hinge profile before I deleted it. I don't think anyone would have 
been interested I poop to hear with the that. door open. One thing you Actually, didn't know you about me. Actually, you should have put that on your hand. I poop with the door open. Don't look at me when I wipe. You can <laughs> you can talk to me with the door open, but don't make eye contact <laughs> when I wipe. But no, actually, I deleted my hinge. Did you delete yours? Yeah, actually, I did. I don't have the mental capacity to deal with anything in that aspect right now. Yeah. I. It's not that I want to talk to people or I don't want to talk to people or I want to talk to new people or that I don't want to advertise for the podcast because it's really all I've been using it for. Same. But I just deleted the whole... There were like a list of people in there I think that I was having like random conversation with and I just fell off. They're going to go back and be like, oh, well, that bitch is gone. Yeah. Like, I wonder no. if she met someone. Like, nope, nope. Every time to open it, there's always like two or three new people, whatever. And I was only using it, like you said, oh. <laughs> to uh, advertise for the podcast. I don't know. And I open it and I see these people like messaging me. I felt disingenuous, you know, like I, I'm like I'm wasting their time where they could be making a connection with someone who's actually on there to actually make a connection. Yeah. And I'm just there to slang the podcast. I felt kind same, of guilty. Same, a little bit. Yeah, I felt kind of guilty. So I decided just to delete it. I didn't check mine nearly enough. When I did check it, it felt, I felt a lack of interest Yeah. in doing so. And it became more of a chore than anything. Mm -hmm. I'm not sure what I'm looking for right at this moment, especially with the house drama and school's about to start and my kids back and I've got projects at work coming up and it's just, it's just one thing in my life that I can easily get rid of and be fine. Gotcha. So I did. Plus I just... Do not feel like dealing with other people and their bullshit right now. And I, I'm pretty sure the amount of bullshit that I would be bringing to the table at this moment is not something other people want to deal with. Yeah. Let alone bullshit that I'd, I don't want to share. Seems like there's been a lot of bullshit going on lately. Oh, you're going to get the line right this time, finally? That was the line last week, wasn't it? Yeah. I got it right. <laughs> Holy shit. See, this what happens when I do it live. Shit. Just a week late. No big deal. Just a week late. We'll chop that and then stick it in last week's episode. No, but I hear you though. I've been kind of realizing that lately too. There's some things we talk about, like the first half of the episode, there's some things we want to accomplish. Right. Yeah. And I do notice that I'm going to have to, I'm looking at cutting out some stuff and some people may not like it. Some people might get upset by that, but that's something that I, I have to do for myself and I can't make everyone happy, you know? Right. And that, what kind mm -hmm. of stuff are, do you even want to talk about? What kind of stuff you'd be considering cutting out? Uh, just shenanigans or no, like, drinking or well i've been i've been slowly cutting out the drinking i'm i'm sure you've noticed i've been slowly kind of cutting that out like going out a lot i've been slowly cutting that out right i've been slowly kind of pulling back from a lot of different circles i'm in i'm giving a lot of myself to a lot of different circles and that's like spreading you, yourself then exactly we already talked about that but some people have already expressed where have you been at man like what's up what's going on I'm like hey man like no no nothing against you or your wife or i mean whoever like i'm just i see what you're saying yeah you're in this center circle in representation of your friendships it's like a target sign exactly there's you in the center then there's your inner circle another circle another circle like a dartboard yeah yeah and it gets bigger and bigger but you get spread out the further the more outer circles you have yeah and i'm trying to reel a lot of those circles back in and it's like i'm not trying to nothing against you it's for myself this is for me I'm just picking where I invest my time slightly. ROI. Yeah. Because I've, I've been noticing people have been asking for help. People have been like, hey, Josh, what about this? What can you do here? Even with friendships too, I've, I've been taking a, a kind of an inventory of the ROI we talked about a few episodes ago. And I've noticed that. I feel like I bring that up every episode now. <laughs> but I, I noticed that. Like I'm starting to notice that a lot more. Like I'm not getting as much as I'm putting into this or I'm not. Like, yeah, people are appreciative. People appreciate certain things, but it's the actual return. Yeah. 
Yeah. Like when we did the love language tests. Yeah. And what was mine? Was it actions? Uh, yours were words of affirmation. Was it? That doesn't sound accurate. Yeah. We have to go look that back up. We're going to look it up. Because to me, words are pretty cheap. You can say anything you want. It doesn't hold any weight to it until I see the actual effort behind them. Yes. If you say you want to spend time with me or like me or whatever the case is, or that we are friends, it's you can say that all day long. I'm not going to really take that anywhere until I see that. What are you laughing at? I've learned that the hard way. Yeah. <laughs> like I'll try to tell, like I'll try to apologize or I'll try to tell Laura like, hey, I fucked up, whatever, whatever. And she's just like, okay. Yeah. I, I okay. don't know what to do with it because to me, it's words are fucking cheap. Yeah. Anyone can say anything. It's what you're actually doing that means something to me. What's wrong? Fucking bugs. It's just a fly. I didn't know that. It came at me from the side. So we have the door open in the studio. It's a beautiful day out. It's like 70, 72 degrees. Josh is trying to force me to enjoy nature. It's relaxing. I'm just kidding. (laughs) We got the new fireplace in here. Yeah, we got a fireplace in the studio. Shout out to uh, our friend Olivia. Thank you, Olivia. Thank you. But back to what I was saying yeah. was I need to see the actual effort that's taking place behind those words. And to me, words don't equate reliability or consistency. Uh-huh. It's actions that do. What have you done repetitively is going to set the tone for how I invest my time with you as a person. Yeah. Friendship, relationship, whatever. Reliability and consistency are key in a relationship. What are you consistently doing? Not what you're saying. Because what you're saying is is super easy. I could say anything I want to anyone. Yeah. What's your follow through? Do you know what I mean? I get it. And even with my friendships, it's the same concept like what you said. There's no follow through on the ends of those friendships. It's just you pouring out energy into doing all of these things for all of these people all the time. Yeah. Which means now you're pulling energy from your inner circle to distribute it further outward. Yep. And then that reliability that I have with my inner circle isn't always there because I'm pouring it into something else that may be further out. Than yeah. The, yeah. And it's, it's fine to have those outer circles, in my opinion. It just means more if you can maintain those outer circles without compromising your inner circles. And that's what I'm trying to do right now. It's like I've, my outer circles are draining me and I need to bring it back to the super center circle, which is me. Because you can't pour from an empty cup. Yeah. And my cup's fucking empty as shit right now. I'm empty. I'm heartless, empty, no soul. I'm just kidding. I don't know. <laughs> Basically a ginger. <laughs> I'm totally kidding. <laughs> to all of my ginger friends out there. Especially the one. Vegan Tegan. Yeah. Good fuck Tegan. <laughs> I uh, was supposed to be a ginger. So. You were why? My dad's a ginger. And you were, that means you were supposed to be a ginger? Well, my grandma was trying to put that evil on me. Maybe, maybe that's where you got your soullessness from. I guess. I don't know. <laughs> my hair gets like really curly and frizzy and stuff. And my grandma would always be like, your dad was a ginger. I wish you had gotten the redheadedness. And I'm like, don't put that evil on me, grandma. Don't do it. I would look like brave. Merida. That's her name. Merida. 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 What else has happened? What else are we supposed to be talking about? Because that was really short-lived. We're doing it live. I've also been consistently talking to my ex for the past few weeks, which I haven't brought up to anyone really. I was... Because everyone immediately wants to be like, oh my God, why are you talking to your ex? Well, that's, that's the annotation, right? Like when, if, if you say in any mean, like if yeah. you say at all, like, 
oh, I'm talking to my ex. People aren't going to be like, oh, that's good. Yeah, <laughs> like, nobody, no one's nobody wants to go back. No. But it's not why in did, relation to a relationship in any way, shape or form. Why'd you start talking to him? Actually, he reached out to me because he needed help with uh, issues in his life. Ah. So the same shit that I do on the podcast. <laughs> like, yeah. I'll help everyone with their problems, but I can't help myself. <laughs> He's struggling with something that he knows I've already struggled with. Mm -hmm. But this is why, and these are the things I'm going through, and this is like, I want your opinion on it, or yeah, whatever the case was. And then we continued talking because we are friends. We've always we've been friends since the breakup, and we were laughing about some of the shit that went wrong in our relationship because you could do that now. Now it's fucking funny <laughs> about one time where. He and I were in an argument in our relationship about some dumb shit that he did. Like we both, we weren't sure who or what he did exactly. Yeah. But we knew it was his fucking fault. Somehow it was his fault. <laughs> you both agreed on that. Yeah, we both agreed on that. Okay, okay. It was, he was like, you know, I don't even remember what I did, but I know it was probably some dumb shit that pissed you off. And I was like, yeah, probably was for sure. Because we look back on our relationship and it was like three solid things that would always cause issues. in. Within those three things, 98% of them were him fucking on it, like talk, like some bitch. Like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> okay. Okay. So he is like, yeah, I was probably flirting with some bitch and she texted me and said something that she shouldn't have said and you saw it or something. I don't, he's like, I don't fucking know. Whatever the case was, we had a heated argument and he went to go leave and he got in his truck in the driveway and I was not done with this conversation. So I also got in the truck with him. And we had arguments, but he never screamed at me or anything. And in this moment, he was so frustrated that he did scream at me. And my response was that I slapped the shit out of him. And like, we're laughing about this now because we're like, clearly this is an unhealthy relationship Straight at its finest. And I open hand slapped the shit out of him. And both of us realize in that moment that this is extremely unhealthy and neither of us are in the right mind to really deal with that. And he looks at me dead in the eye and he's like, you need to get the fuck out of my car right now. And so I was like, yeah. <laughs> no, I get out and he leaves or whatever. Like we had a relationship after that, which didn't get any healthier. So we eventually broke up. Well, he dumped me. But... <laughs> It's like we can look back at it now and just like fucking laugh about that shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, have you had any of those like where you can you're friends with a lot of your exes. So like, do you like look back and like laugh at anything? That yeah, you guys did? no. Yeah. I mean, I don't I don't keep in regular contact with my exes now. Like, I mean, the last episode that one messaged the podcast like that was funny. Yeah, that Something was we can funny. laugh about. Well, but, we don't keep in regular contact. This yeah. is just like a. Yeah. Like, a, I'm struggling, like, I trust you with this information kind of stuff and I think, help me out. Yeah, that's happened. I think that's happened once or twice in the past. Um, and yeah, it's not, it's nothing like hostile or anything. It's just like, hey, hey, uh, one, one girl, she, she contacted me and she was having an issue with her current, um, she called him baby daddy. She's yeah. like, hey, my baby daddy just did this. Like, what the hell? And I was like, do you want me, like, are you asking for advice? Do you want me to, are you like, just trying to vent? Trying like, to vent? Like, what do you need here? And she's like, no, I just, like, what would you do? Like, I know, I know you're a pretty level-headed guy. You must, you must. And I just told her, I was like, well, I would probably talk to him about this. <laughs> <laughs> and then I would, uh, 
I, you know, just, just kind of evaluate if it's in my best interest to be in this relationship. Cause he like, he was fucking around on, you know, some other chick and she was having a hard time. And cause, um, she had a, just had a child with him and she was like, you know, should I keep him in my life forever? And I was like, well, keep him in your child's life. Yes. That, that has to, you have to fight for that. Like he has to fight for that. If he doesn't want to, that's his, it's his problem. But as far as being in your life, is it a detriment to you? Is it, is it a negative impact or is it positively impacting you or is it neutral impacting you? You have to kind of weigh these out. Yeah. You have to find out if it's worth your time. So that was, that was like last year. Yeah. I kind of remember when that happened. Yeah. But it was also, I mean, like, it's just like looking back. So I picked up my buddy, John from the airport recently mm-hmm. and actually yesterday and brought him back home to his place. Yeah. This is my, my best friend, like from Florida, my childhood friend, like we grew up together and stuff like that. He moved up to Michigan to try to start a better life for himself outside of Florida. So he knows previous, like he knows middle school and high school, Laura, and pre-military Laura. Like he knows the old version of me too. Like the he's OG seen, Laura. He's, he and like one other friend have seen my transition through life from being 13, 14 years old to now. And we were reminiscing a little bit about some of the dumb shit we did. Because I told him last episode, I talked about Peeny Pope. Because I tried to message him to be like, hey, dude, can you draw me Peeny Pope? Because I can't do it and I keep fucking it up. And he like laughed and he's like, what the fuck? Why are you even thinking about that? And I was like, you know, we're just talking about dumb shit we did as kids. So then we started reminiscing on the past. And I was like, it made me think of like reminiscing with my ex about, you know, unhealthy shit that I did there and (laughs) unhealthy shit that I did as a teenager with my friend John. And I was like, I need to get my old people on the podcast. So everyone can see what a shit show I've evolved from. Like, do you know what I'm saying? Into more of a shit show or less of a shit show? I'm like a put together shit show now, <laughs> you know, like, cause I do it on my own. It's like, it's like, it's a shit show, but the curtains are drawn across the show. So you can hear it, you know, it's there, but it looks nice. But it's like, I feel like a lot of the things that I put on the podcast aren't really like shit show. Like it, I sound like a functioning adult i hesitate to say that but i think you're a functioning adult i think people see me in a light that doesn't fully represent where i have evolved from like a pokemon i'm like in stage three (laughs) you know like i've gained all these xps and attributes and abilities yeah so i'm i'm like legit now but these people knew me when i was just just a little Pikachu. When I was a fucking full on psychopath, probably like John could come in here and tell you how I ac- I accidentally stabbed him with a steak knife and how one time I cut him with a plastic knife. And you still your friend. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> hey, one of those was kind of his fault. Actually, both of them. I'm going to blame him for that. He straight told me that plastic knives weren't going to cut anything. I was trying to cut a piece of chicken or something with it. So I had was plastic utensils, yeah, which hurts my hippie soul right now. But but you cut him with it. I to prove a point. Didn't know it was gonna cut him. I just reached over and did like a swipe on his forearm, and that shit cut him. Like it cut the fuck out of him. And we were both like, "Oh fuck!" And he was like, "Dude, what the fuck?" And I was like, "I don't know. I didn't know it was gonna actually cut you. You said it wasn't gonna cut anything. Now I can't even use this to cut my fucking chicken with." Motherfucker. 
anyway, so it just made me chuckle that everyone sees me in this one, like this light now, but it's only because I have been in those other places before. Like these people could come in here and tell you, oh yeah, this bitch was crazy. Like she did this shit. She did that shit. She threatened to burn my house down. <laughs> yeah, I get all sorts of stuff and it's like I've evolved. It would be, it would be different to hear this from other people's mouths and not yours. I know. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> It's like everything coming from me, it's like a funny story. But to them, it was like, yeah, this bitch is legitimately crazy. Like the stories that you hear about, well, no, not, not legitimately crazy. They're like, all true. But I didn't actually burn anyone's house down. I've never keyed anyone's car. That's not true. <laughs> <laughs> this was old Laura, though. This wasn't, this isn't evolved Laura. This was teenager Laura. I was like 19. Maybe, I don't know. It was like 20. 19. Landon was in the uterus. No, he was already out. Makes it even better. Actually, no, I think I was like 17. Oh, okay. So that was pre. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was pre. Pre. Yeah, there was a there was a really blah, like there was a very degent part of my life where I was doing some illegal shit. God, I'm such a I'm such a square compared to you. I don't think a lot of people know that kind of stuff about me though mm. they're like oh yeah lord it's like you know like because i don't i don't like weed now i don't i don't want yeah. anything to do that i don't care how legal it is like i just don't like smoking and i was like oh no you you gotta smoke the other strains and stuff and i'm like i don't like i don't like weed i've and never done like, it like i don't like it other people do i just am not one of them sorry not sorry like i had my time you know before it got all scientific and hardcore and shit where there's like 900 different million strains and you got to figure out which one's the uppers, which one's the downers, which one's the mellowers. Like, I don't know things about weed anymore. And I don't really feel like experimenting to find out. I, my experimental days with drugs and shit is way over. Way over. Occasionally, I like to switch up from drinking tequila to whiskey. Damn. You are, a, you are a traveler. You're an adventurer. You calm that down right now. <laughs> you know, can't have all that in your 30s. Yeah, Jesus. No. I know anyone that's older that's listening is just like, oh my God, like eye rolling. They're like, these fucking hooligans. They're so young. These youths. These street youths. Where's my driving moccasins? <laughs> my driving moccasins? New girl. Oh, all right. Schmidt. Right. Yeah. I need my cardigan. Where's my driving moccasins? <laughs> Man. So anyway, Nat season. I'm just kidding. These fucking gnats are everywhere. Have a great day, guys. Bye. <laughs> What a shit transition. Okay, bye. Take a look at Dead Inside Caffeinated Podcast at gmail.com. Instagram at Dead Inside But Caffeinated. Facebook, Dead Inside But Caffeinated.